0: Welcome.
1: SEGA! How you doing? How you doing?
0: I'm doing good.
1: Hello, Mr. Under Armour.
0: Good and good.
1: I see you washed your armpits.
0: This is Minor Details, by the way, just, just so no one's confused, so we're still um, on track.
1: Minor Details. I am your host, The Chimp.
0: Minor Details, where we break down music styles of video games, media, pretty much anything.
1: And this is my friend on the other end. Yes, we have Marcus.
0: Yeah, Marcus and Chimp.
1: Hey. (laughs) What's going on? So today,
0: what are we covering?
1: Today, we're looking at town music.
0: Town music from specifically RPGs. So role-playing game could be a JRPG, a 2D RPG. Um, but it needs to stay in that framework of, like, a town music and within the subject of a role-playing game.
1: Honestly, I wasn't looking specifically for RPGs, but when I think town music, I think RPGs.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the thing. Is I feel like in other medias, there are, like, town music, but, like, for RPGs especially, they're more particular, right? They always have, like, their own type of theme to stuff. And that's with, like, a lot of RPGs. They'll... Find themes for a bunch of different shit, like a desert area or, or a gra- like grassy area or whatever. And yeah, other games do that too. But I feel RPGs particularly usually have their own set style or kind of cool interpretation of environments.
1: I guess there's been precedents then that's been set like through like traditional like RPG music, like traditional town music. I my first example will definitely be something like that. But um, I don't know. I guess we'll explore the ideas that you're you're popping up right now because I tried choosing different RPG sounds. Like I mean, because I guess some of the some of the games I chose are a little more modern. One is more older. The first one I'm gonna play is from the Genesis, so right away you know it's like a different sound. But then I have some uh, other songs that are gonna be um, it's gonna have full instruments like guitar, very very high quality recordings, and it sounds beautiful. And you tell me if, if you think it's it's it, it sounds like a traditional R- R- RPG music. Either way, I love it. It's that music that gets stuck in your head and you can hear it all the time.
0: The framework I gave myself personally looking up this list was specifically, one, obviously it needs to be in a town, yeah, right? It has sure. to be in a town setting. That, to me, usually indicates a place where you go and save, Yep. get some items, sell your items, craft some stuff, Um More specifically, it's a place where you kind of like come to either you gather everything just to like chill and just sell your stuff, I guess. For me, most of the time, it was usually returning to a town for specific things like quest and other means. But sometimes with the music I chose, these were towns that I just sat around like I just sat around just listening to the music.
1: I was going to say that. I think you're exactly right. Like. Provisioning coming back town, save you know, you could talk to NPCs, but the music you're gonna spend so much time there, so the music has to be so good that you can actually, like, yes. just chill and leave the game on, grab something to eat or something, and enjoy the music. For was- me,
0: the very important part was the fact that it needed to be something that I could listen to just idly doing something else, whether that's in the game or in something else. And I did that, that was like my own little experiment. I would have the music in the background. I was either working on stuff or, um, or or watching some vids on something, but the whole thing is that it kind of the thing with these RPG music is that sometimes you could get lost and then immediately come back and then have the full picture of the you know the music and everything, but it's not re- too repetitive for for some weird reason or some f- unfamiliar uh, setting I have with most of these games that are uh, repetitious is that sometimes i get bored of them right but for these specific songs again boredom was not an option
1: yeah it's easy to follow the formula and one of the problems with that is that like you said it gets boring so it's always interesting when games can keep it fresh and keep us keep our attention going so
0: so with all that build up let's let's start start with the first
1: one so um um do you want to do three three or do you want to do one each
0: I'll do one. Um, the first one I would like to do is Earthbound. Earthbound, Earthbound right. on it.
1: On it, let's get on it. Oh, I just realized something.
0: And I do want to say, On it in Smash Bros. Melee, that's also a really good track. So that was our first pick. I love that. Earthbound.
1: That was really good. I like that a lot. And
0: Earthbound is a very unique RPG game. Um, First of all, it's a very complex story, but the music also kind of plays around with with the story itself because um, it's a very unique game and you could kind of hear that through the music with like the cool sounds you're using and it's a town so you hear like the little stops of like cars and stuff or like well I think our stops a little um how do you explain it the um the pop. yeah the pop parts yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: but it's a very that makes sense. uplifting yeah. beat you know it's very upbeat i guess like um but at the same time there's kind of like it's kind of dark at the same time because it's not too high pitched and it's kind of like deep just a little bit i would definitely
1: say deep absolutely yeah it was no i loved it it was really really good um oh
0: and the composers
1: yes the composers for earthbound this was mother Two earthbound here in the states yes uh, kenichi suzuki and hirokazu tanaka
0: yes and they have worked on many other games. But in particular with this game, I read that one of their major influences was uh, John Lennon. Ah, okay. Which I thought was pretty pretty crazy reading into this because, tell you the truth, I don't see it, really. I mean, yeah. you can't hear it here, obviously, because they need to have, like, a town aesthetic. But maybe in the emotional parts or, like, the later parts... um maybe i could see that like i could see the resemblance
1: what i heard was definitely like a like a more calypso feel like a thing oh then yeah i found it interesting how um how they were using um you, you had like the hi hats. and then for like one part it would just like they would use stereo effects but like just enough to make it interesting not enough like not going crazy so it was on one side and then, like on the right side, then the left side really quick, just to like create that feeling of stereo. But it wasn't like going left and right all all the time. Uh, So I thought that was like a nice little compositional technique. I still
0: think, and that also uh, strengthens the town aesthetic because it is a city. It's not just Uh, your average town, it's a city. Yeah, so.
1: Very true, I like that. It's a
0: very metropolitan area. So I kind of get that feel again. And those little sound effects add that immersion, essentially
1: yeah it was a great melody i love the melody and then it was oh yeah the melody is it, and there was like um it was being the melody w- was being harmonized and just like slightly higher i think probably like a, like a major third up and it just it just had a great sound i loved it It's funny my only experience with earthbound i didn't play it i played it briefly as a kid when i learned about emulators but i didn't like the um the combat. fighting system the yeah. combat system And that just turned me off so much that I stopped playing it. Like, no, I can't play this. And now it's just like like me back then. Like, now I really don't care. Like, Dragon Quest is a lot like that, and that doesn't bother me.
0: Um, This is just a quick tangent, but the combat, I'm kind of like the opposite. When I started playing it, I thought the combat was really fun, and that's what got me into it
1: and okay. i'm sure it was a great combat system but just like it was just like dumb but no i the I, first person that threw me off and i was like hey, this. anybody
0: will tell you who's like an earthbound fan i'm pretty sure will tell you that the combat is like something that's not the greatest thing about the game uh, okay. right but but it's it's unique that's why i personally like it because um again earthbound there is a uh, when you get hit the number starts descending your health bar yes. and it doesn't immediately stop. So there's time to do other shit while that's going down. And the interesting part about the gameplay is that just adding that rotational health drip instead of traditional, just you lost this amount of health. It kind of brings tension. Oh yeah. And it brings a, a almost a sense of suspense because now you're on your toes thinking it's not your traditional RPG where you could chill out unless it's like Chrono trigger. Right? No, I, I, yeah. I completely
1: agree. That's like that's I, I I didn't know about the combat system. That makes a lot of sense. Like you're watching, you're dropping, and you feel like oh shit, oh shit. Like it makes you think like, what do I do now?
0: Yeah, and I'm you know? a big fan of survival horror games. So that feeling is like what I try to chase in games. Like, and it's not very a popular um, game genre. So it's very and, rare to find. And, stuff and that's such
1: like a that. simple little thing. You know, it doesn't require any crazy graphics or crazy like engineering it's just literally a way of how the information is presented exactly. changes the user experience That's and the awesome.
0: gameplay at the end of the day is like a traditional other like old rpg games where it's just there's no animations there's no none of that i think in the other modern earthbound game it, there are like unique animations but in this first one it's kind of like just cheap little effects but it it adds to the art of the game. It adds to its beauty.
1: Yeah, it definitely had its own look. That's for sure. My only experience with um, on it is a uh, melee, and oh uh, yeah, and I, I'm trying to think about the the, the, the music. Then I, I I can't remember what it was like, but um, I remember
0: it. I yeah. like that's like a childhood like song that's stuck in my head because I loved that stage.
1: I think once I hear it, I'm gonna remember it. But yeah. I, but I do remember the cars. Skrr! and hitting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That, that's that's
1: All right. a funny one. So, should I play my um old score RPG one or do you want to just
0: Let's do my okay. list first, yeah, what and you then we'll next? do yours. So, my next one will be Tales of Symphonia.
1: Tales of Symphonia. Specifically,
0: uh, yes. Dawn
1: of of a new
0: Yeah, Dawn, Dawn of a new
1: world I think it's called.
0: Yeah, Dawn of a new world and it's the uh water ruin
1: town or town of win and ruin. Town of Winner. And this is a unique one because Tales games don't usually have um, sequels. Like there was a no, couple. yeah.
0: That's a crazy thing.
1: I think this is one of, one of the first to actually have a sequel. It came out on the Wii, I think Wii or Wii U. Yes. Yeah. I, I ended up buying it on um, eBay, but I haven't played it yet because I, I love would, Tales of Symphonia.
0: I would also like to mention a quick background on the composer. So the composer is uh, Motui uh,
1: Sakuraba. Check it out. motoi sakuraba motoi sakuraba
0: and on his music influence it takes the uh the melodic japanese progressive rock of 1980s and expands it and he expands it on his own trademark complex rhythms emotional flutes use of male choir and heavy reverb the light side of his is a cross between symphonic progressive rock Cinematic orchestra and new age.
1: Oh my god! He is also
0: known for introducing many jazz-like improv, uh, improv- uh, improvisation to his music style. So this is—I'm pretty sure everybody else is like trained and everything, but this guy, he's a progressive rock guy, <laughs> you know, and and they love. Weird time signatures.
1: What am I getting into? All right, Tales and, of Symphonia, Dawn of a New World. What? Sorry, are you going to say that? Oh me? yeah,
0: Tales of a New World. Um, the town of Wind and Ruin. Here we go. So I know that one was a very unique or kind of odd. But the reason why I picked this is because I love how they how he builds the melody and how it keeps going and how it's still there. And then when they do the transition, it's a very smooth transition, which I feel is from his progressive rock background, because if there's one thing about progressive rock is that they love their transitions being smooth and being like connected.
1: Oh, for sure. Um it's funny cuz from the description you started off with I'm expecting it to be completely different but it it wasn't expected I love it though I mean Yeah it, I like it too yeah it's, It was re- it actually reminds me of the game later I'm going to pl- um, play My song doesn't sound like it but it it the musical styling sounds like it's it It's similar don't? yeah Yeah so but I mean oh, we listen to a lot of music by Japanese composers so it makes sense that they're all influenced by some yeah, of the yeah, same by, stuff Yeah yeah by each
0: other and stuff <laughs> But what I again what I really like that that melody is at one um it's kind of droney right
1: no it's great yeah
0: and that adds to the aesthetic to like the the little area you're in you know and i really like how i I don't uh the clarinet was that a clarinet playing or
1: yeah it sounds like it would be like 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 the clarinet
0: how like it would offset and do little flares on its own those little, yeah, those little flares, and I really like that too. And again, I get the feeling that it's it's an old town, but it has life in it, in the sense of there's still people living in this town.
1: I see. Looking at the composer um, Motoi Sakuraba, he also worked a lot on uh, Star Ocean. I love Star Ocean, yes, yes, Golden I Sun, Dark too. Souls. No, because the, the the style sounds really familiar, so I'm thinking like. Where is this from? Looking at the list of names here. Tales of Eternia, Star Ocean.
0: So with that little background, by the way, it kind of makes sense that all these melodies kind of build up on each other, right? Because that's a very jazz-like thing too. Constantly building on the melody and just letting the melody go, but then building on top of it, right? He
1: also did Tales of Vesperia. Of, of and it looks like he composed a lot with Shinji Tamura, who also worked on this album.
0: Yes, yeah, they... Seems like it's, like, an in-house or, like, industrial music thing, you know, where they all throw jobs at each other, maybe.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then, like, once you get known, you know, like, like people are be asking you by name within that, within that, um, I guess, that market, you could call it.
0: So, again, I thought that was unique. And this is a 3D RPG game. This is a 2D RPG game. So, of course, the 3D is going to have, it's going to be on, like, a disc of some sort. So, it's going to have more memory to fit orchestrate music
1: yeah this is all red book audio for sure it's all yeah not being um no but that was great that also reminds me of another game of playing I can't, I can't remember the... wild arms wild arms, Sounds like the yeah. music from wild arms that's which another i good game. almost chose that for this episode but anyway so anything else you want to say about um tales
0: i was surprised listening to it it was one of those rpg town songs that kind of was unique very unique a particular droning kind of low tone sound but also like the clarinet brings it to life with the melody and again the building of the melody is what interests me the most about this particular piece
1: for me it was really soft the melody was beautiful but it was just yeah. very soft and very calming the flutes gave it a nice little background do dee do, do, do. And I like how they're not like
0: harmonizing either. They're like one octave below each other or one's like an octave a higher. So they're not exactly synchronizing, but it's like a very unique sound.
1: I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like exactly the same note they're playing, but they're playing different notes.
0: Yes. So, okay. So this will be my last uh, song. And uh, and this isn't in a particular order. I'm not saying these are like the three greatest rpg town songs ever ever yeah no um this is just me exploring and just trying to find some particular interesting takes and some personal experience playing the games
1: it's funny i'm, I'm like look- i've been looking at lists of composers and the stuff they did and all of them have something with super smash brothers <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah of course
1: that's like the like the um i don't know whatever i'll think of an analogy later so, so- we we have what is it, dot hack sign?
0: This is dot hack uh the the OG one the first one and this is um server aqua capital.
1: Server Aqua Capital. All right, here yes. we go.
0: And uh, very quick I was looking up information on the composer. I couldn't find too much. Uh the most thing I could find was uh magazine articles written by other people, specifically uh RPG fan. Uh one person wrote that it sounds like techno meets opera. <laughs> so this is just the expectations that come in coming in this. The director, uh, the composer's name is—I'm pretty sure you could pronounce it way better than I can. Uh,
1: oh, Chikayo Fukuda. Chikayo
0: She's worked on a bunch of Sega games, so. If if it sounds familiar, it's probably because she also helped worked on it. Um, you won't find anything on her on uh, w- Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. I had to go to a specific. Yeah, I had to go to a specific uh, magazine articles and stuff to like look her up.
1: Right. Well, here we go from. Uh, how do you say that? dot hack sign. Forward slash forward it's slash.
0: It, yeah it's dot <laughs> i i just call it dot hack you know yeah all right here we go So that was a very interesting take on a town, and what I like about it is that one, it's very, it has a very sense, of, it has a sense of grandeur. It's very open, I, I, and um, coming with that like opera esque openness, like it's in like like an opera house essentially. But um, one of the craziest things is uh, definitely near the end, where the uh, piano or synth part. They start doing like half stops and flares and triplets. But like it's it kind of makes sense with the context of the story of the game in Mm. the sense of like there's this nice, peaceful serenity almost. But there's also chaos in it. And I won't dive too deep in the story. It's a very complex story. But just through the music, you can hear the sense of like serenity and peace. But also there's this dark tiding behind it. But again, I love. build up um i really like the use of of that high pitch sound that synth sound um especially near the end of course but everything just kind of worked together to sound like an organic kind of place an organic town
1: yeah everything was definitely like going into it was beautiful it was grade a bass composition yeah the bass was my favorite the there. bass was a good part Holy i like
0: that shit. tone of bass in pretty much anything
1: but it was just so silky smooth it was doing its own thing but it didn't get in anyone's way it was just yeah it had oh it was great
0: and the end again i, I keep going to the end but the end is kind of like i think where the master like work is because you, you're doing all this like flares and stuff but you still hear everything else and it's still working with the context of the composition.
1: Yeah, that little piano in double time. I was like, what?
0: Yeah, that was like, what's okay. going on? Yeah. <laughs> you see, because um, I also think it kind of changes up the monotonous of the re- repetition of like a town, Yeah, you know, setting. So I think that's also a plus.
1: No, for sure. Held. It was great. That was awesome. So that was uh, Chikayo Fukuda. I was just looking her up. Yeah, she did a lot of dot uh, .hack stuff. Yeah. And she also seems to play with, um, in, a, in a group... Or they just call themselves um, Lien, L-I-E-N, with um, Tomoyo Mitani in the vocals. So that'd be interesting to check out.
0: One thing I do want to mention too is that she, um, it says she's the composer of this, but it also, when I was reading the articles, it said that she worked with a lot of other people, obviously, with this song, a lot of other composers. So they also get credit on like the main OST on the Dot Hack soundtrack
1: yeah i mean from from doing research there's generally like when it's a bigger budget game um there's generally like one main composer who's a director yeah and there's a lot of diff- different other people like maybe sometimes some one composer will take care of all the battle music the other one will take care of all the town music and stuff like that it, it it really depends i guess on their strengths and weaknesses but yes no and then she worked a lot on like um naruto yeah the naruto
0: shipping games
1: Mm -hmm. um what else i saw jojo's bizarre adventure all those fighting games she does a lot of fighting games i noticed yeah um asuja's wrath
0: and it makes sense right because think about that end part it it is like a little tense up part you know like a little speed up a little bit again changes the, the 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 repetition of the of the whole uh melody
1: for sure so yes awesome and as I would say so far, all, all of your songs definitely do hit that, that town music expectation for me. Yeah. It, it is something you could just listen to and chill to. You feel safe at a home. But then Some of them just kind of do kind of like speed it up. Like, hey, it's time to get back out there. Time to start. Going yeah, time to go play
0: and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But that's the main aesthetic I was going for was pretty much your standard town music. But how, how can you change it up? Like, right. how can you do that?
1: change it up all right guys well thank you so much for listening in and oh wait i have songs
0: yes you have three songs yourself
1: all right so i tried to change it up for sure and i have my first song is i don't even know how to describe my first song because i want to say my first song is like that traditional rpg sound but when i really think about it it's not it, it really isn't it's like let me get the composer's name. Yes. Um, Motoaki. Oh, Motoaki. Same, same. Very similar name. Motoaki Takenuchi. And this composer, I don't know, to me, was smoking something because this song is awesome. To me, it's like, it's so like. Is it just, out
0: there? Is it? Let me just shut up and play Spacey?
1: A song. <laughs> I'm going to just play a song. So this is from Shining Force 2 on the Sega Genesis, released 1993. 94 shining force 2 shining force 2 yes this was a um strategy rpg strategy rpg and Chinese, right. it's sh- for strategy rpg fans shining force is like
0: the originator og
1: not the originator but definitely like, well, definitely one of the ogs like okay. they definitely did it up especially back in the day so um here we go are so oh, many wow. Damn. fucking melodies yeah going on
0: i was gonna say what makes this different because you were saying beforehand before you played it that it sounds like your typical rpg but at the same time it has it's not it's like a unique flavor and my response i feel is you're you're definitely right on that but i feel what makes it different i i would say one it's way more jazzy than anything else right in the sense of they have descending parts they have um little stop moments like um not half stops but full stops and then like the piano comes in is like yeah
1: syncopation yeah syncopation it has
0: syncopation it has like um has very unique take on on it's almost like a like a like a like a happy-go-lucky beat but with like freestyle elements, like jazzy freestyle elements, in exactly.
1: Between. Yeah, yes. it's it was so it was so like happy-go-lucky, like okay, let's like like Tom and Jerry walking down the street or yeah. something like that. But the yeah, but there's there's so much going on there. You if you pay attention to the to, to the bass, oh my god, yeah, it's, it's just going like, crazy. It's going crazy, and then when it hits that middle section, that's where it gets more jazzy. The it, it definitely takes advantage of that blue note with the. Uh, it's, yeah.
0: I don't know if this was done on purpose, but the um, but the bass part, not the uh, not the super. I mean, I, I guess this is the punchy bass part where it's like do don't right? Right. I believe uh that follows almost the Bo Diddley beat, and it's a very bluesy beat, and it's um the found. By the way, it's a foundation of Rosanna Toto's Rosanna, like his shuffle, but it's the kick part. It's it's like that type of kick right it leaves room and i feel that's a that that was a very pivotal part to make it sound kind of bluesy jazzy-esque
1: yeah it's and this is on the genesis so like yeah. in the genesis you usually expect like a more like dark grindy like muddy sound it's still had a little bit of that but like you had so many different like so many different tones he managed to squeeze so many different tones into this and it just it kept changing it to the next section next section and the loop was just perfect
0: and he kept doing different phrases too which was also pretty unique to hear him uh sew those melodies together
1: and to me it just looped it just led back like it was just good composition it just it led back to the start so seamlessly so masterfully
0: i feel it is a good loop but when I said with my last song where the lady adds the um the crazy notation part to change the monotonous, I feel like that's the whole song. But like in a good way. You know, it's like I got when you. I listen to it, there's a different melody going on, but it's a good melody. Yeah, and then if I zone out and come back in, it's still gonna be a great melody
1: part. Yeah, I think you're right. He's like constantly changing it. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's constantly like upbeat moving, moving, moving. Yeah,
0: and it's like self contained little parts. Which is interesting. It's like three different songs almost together into one.
1: And it's interesting you said self-contained parts because I mean that is like kind of strategy R- R- RPGs work. Like each each character is their own self-contained thing. Like you have like you know obviously your your team that's more melee, your team that's rangers, your team that's like doing magic or healing, and like yeah, they're all their own self-contained little things in their little squares as they're moving around. So I that's also- interesting.
0: I also think i don't know this is in this game but um when you in some other rpgs when you go into a battle there's like a different area for it or you yes. get taken to a self-contained area
1: that's exactly like what. and
0: yeah. i feel like yeah that might have played into it just a little bit
1: yeah in this game it, it it takes where you already are and it just turns it into like the battlefield okay yeah so it's just kind of interesting um so yeah good pick and it's called lively town so lively town yeah
0: it was very <laughs> lively that's very sure. but lively. it was jazzy lively
1: I love it. And that, once again, Motoaki Takenuchi. Uh, worked a lot on different Sega games, different Shining Force games, um, other games I don't recognize, to be honest. Just a few, but... Cool. Anyway, let's... Hey, numero dos. Oops. What am I going to pick next? I don't know. So, I want to do...
0: Is this in a, did you format this in a form like a certain list, like your favorites to not so favorites? Is this just,
1: no, I, um, just how
0: you just, the only, it?
1: the only thing I really said on myself was not to pick a game I had already picked. Cause okay. I, I could have very easily picked something from, what do we, um, from Fantasy Star or oh, anything yeah, else. Fancy I'm like, Star, no, I'm not yeah. going to do a game. I already did a brand new game. Yeah. Yeah. Different music because yeah, there's so much music good music everywhere. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's good to like hear the differences in other pieces too. Uh
1: the next one I'll do is going to be um from a game called Radiant Historia. Uh this originally came out on the DS uh 2010, 2011. And it's one of those games that like kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people. That's on a DS, you know, like Who's uh, the uh who made it? this is by Atlas developed by atlas atlas so that's, yeah, they, that's that's one of the things that they, pulled me in
0: yeah that they, they make like um anime type games if I remember um I played one atlas game if I remember
1: and this was like toward the end of the ds's lifecycle i mean the d s came out in like two thousand four two thousand and five so two thousand ten it was already like you know but if you know, if you had a three d s um either way i was i was really attracted to the d s because I was constantly I was I was at work <laughs> or at school and it was just like not good having a mobile game I could play rather than like sitting in front of a TV. So, yeah. mobile games worked really well for me, and so I found this game and I loved it. It was just such a good game. I'll talk more about the story, but the composer is actually Yoko Shimomura. If you will remember,
0: Yoko Shimomura,
1: Super Mario RPG. So uh, we we yes. played her music before, and I'll go into some other stuff she's done. Wait, did
0: we? No. Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Yes, my RPG, that was uh, the first Castle music.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Yeah? I remember.
1: Anyway, so this song is, um, the song is called, I think, Mechanical Kingdom, but it's just like the main town that you start in, and you'll hear this song a lot, because this is like a very story-heavy game. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go into it, but um, you hear this song a lot, and it's just, you'll hear it.
0: I like that one. Very, it's to me, it's like a mixture of whimsical, but keeping it. And this may sound weird, keeping it grounded, with the bass tones because the bass tones, um, well, the heavy bass tones they don't um appear constantly. It's not a constant beat. It, it just it just comes in like you're almost dropping a piano of some
1: type. Yeah, but, that that drum machine stays grounded the whole time. It just keeps that like that rhythm going, but yeah, the song is very I like it. somber, very sad. It,
0: yeah, it is. Like, it is very somber, but
1: that, that violin is just like, it's like crying and it, I mean, it fits the game and the story really well. Cause it's a very, like the whole game has a very somber tone to it. A very um, hopeful, but sad tone. Um, it deals a lot with time travel and as, as the main character, you have to go back and forth a lot. And, um, you kind of have like an alternate history and a standard history and you kind of have to go between the two and blah 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 but a lot of people die and it's about war uh, and it's about so um, it's a heavy game it's very it's a heavy game yeah it's, a, it's a, about war about politics about uh the destruction of the world and you're trying to save things it's a really good game like story aside um the, the, the um the fighting is a little unique you know it's your standard you know like um raid system it's not it's 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 not a strategy RPG in that sense, but um, the enemies have a grid system. They're on like on like on nine a uh, three by three, so nine squares, and they can move around. But you can kind of hit them around and do combos. It's really interesting, and like you kind of it's 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 a different take. It's not super unique, but it's it makes it um, more interesting for sure.
0: Again, I really like the. Um, I guess that makes sense with the story. It's uh, I imagine you have a group of colorful characters that you get used to and everything like the npcs
1: a couple a couple of or at least the
0: main character right
1: yeah well the npcs are actually pretty somber as well except for the kids like it's like it's funny um hearing the kids talk about war because they don't really understand what it is yeah but everyone's talking about it so they're exposed to it anyway
0: yeah that that could be a really heavy subject i could kind of hear that in the music it does have this sense of hope at least represented with the nice whimsical beginning but then you hear the dong and it's like oh, yeah it's like a reminder to keep you grounded like don't be too imaginative remember we're in this reality
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: and um i I definitely hear that and I definitely love my favorite part is just that mixture of the whimsicalness and that deep heavy just tone that comes in with the points and I do like the violin sections and the cello sections yeah the cello, to me oh. I really like it's not intense it's not like they're doing a whole solo thing it's just one long strain mm. and it's it's very impactful kind of emotionally because it's it lingers it's there with you and it's very noticeable
1: exactly no I completely agree and that's exactly what the game feels like like basically, the earth is dying everything is turning into desert which is like an old idea in like video games and stuff like that in media but it's just that that constant like it's it, between war destruction of everything and the, the world just destroying itself anyway
0: and here's a crazy <laughs> thing um, you're playing on a DS so most of the time I mean, through my experience, you don't have, like, headphones listening. You only hear the major sounds, like the battle clashing and stuff. Yeah, this is some little, good music, you know? little
1: tiny speakers, but yeah, once you put on the headphones, because I, I would often use the headphones. Uh, okay, but you're right. right, you're right. On little speakers, it's not the same.
0: Yeah, it's not the same, yeah. but it's very complex, and it does deserve a listening to.
1: Hell yeah. And this game was re-released on the 3DS. They added some new content. I'm, I'm replaying it now on the 3DS. Okay. Add a new content. Uh definitely check it out if you guys are into that kind of stuff. Um definitely different. Anyway, so my last game uh continues the Yokoshima Murata team. She is actually the lead uh composer kind of in charge of the um, of the music for Xenoblade Chronicles. So this okay, is one. Okay, so before
0: one. we get into this, I just want to make a uh a prediction of some kind oh. i feel like this is going to be very like i know this is a high budget game you know so yeah that's the thing i imagine it's going to be very good or orchestraic music
1: yes i would say so um well they this-
0: say this because i hear it on the uh ultimate smash bros ultimate level when i listen to it it's, it has good music
1: yeah, I mean Xeno definitely had a huge budget. And that's the thing, like Xenobay Chronicles, the first one was a new IP. I mean, they're they were kind of taking spiritually from Xeno Gears, which Yeah, is very, that's what
0: I thought when I first saw that game, that it's somehow connected to Xeno Gear. Or just, Xeno Saga.
1: Xeno Gear, Xeno Saga, there's there's both of them. Yeah. They have nothing to do with the game. They nothing. um I think it was some of the same team who who worked on it. But like other than that, Xenoblade Chronicles is, is its own IP. Okay. For sure. So this is its own But thing. Nintendo put a lot of money into this game. and it, it, Another game that came out late in the Wii's life cycle. This was a Wii game. Okay, yeah. And this is like, I found this when I um, homebrewed my Wii. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what games can I play? I'm like, at the best games. It says, Xenoblade Chronicles, what the hell is this? Like? Let's download and play it awesome fucking game i won't get into that but um the music once again yoko shishimimura but not just her though we have a lot more people um manami Kyoto, ace plus which is a mu- musical production group composed of tomori kudo hiroyo chiko yamanaka and kenji hiramatsu and then you have um yoko so um from what i understood um ace took care of like the um the environmental music and then minami um uh, took care of some of the other music they oh i'm sorry Kyoto took care of the environmental tracks while ace plus was doing a lot of the battle tracks in addition to other songs they all kind of mixed their things together because yoko was um she was directing the whole thing but you know like one team worked on this and one team worked on that and they all kind of came together and Yasunori Mitsuda, Mr. Chrono Trigger himself, he did some of the music as well. Just one song, the ending ending theme.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So So this was more of like an industrial music setup type of thing where everyone had their own specific location or uh, area to handle. So this would be interesting to listen to then.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people working on this game once again. And then like... And it's a good thing because they got a huge IP. The, the uh, Xeno Two was was even bigger, and then Xeno Three coming out next month should be really interesting. Anyway, so let's go ahead and listen. So, um, just a quick thing about the music in this game: there is a day version and a night version to all the songs. Yes. And and it's not just like they kind of change it a little bit. It's to me, I love. It's the like night a versions. complete
0: tonal shift
1: yeah and it just like it still sounds like it but it like they put warwick into it and it sounds fucking great so this is specifically... um, what's the town this is from colony oh my god i think it was Colony nine or Colony six i can't remember
0: oh and I'll i wanted to second. ask this beforehand what was the town in the last in the hostoria game you picked
1: it's the main town you start in um alistó the the, the the name of the song is mechanical kingdom um because it kind of feels like gray everything is gray and mechanical and you have like these new like big mechs that are starting to be used uh, okay. but, the, but the name of the town is Alisto. and this is from colony nine so in xeno there's like different colonies of humans um the world gets overrun by the Mechanus, which is like these like machine, organic machines.
0: The humans are colonists themselves going to a new planet, right?
1: No, no? Um, it's, it's a weird game where it's like you have the Bionis and the Mechanus. They're these two like giant. They're both organic, but they're like these two giants that, and they're like locked in this eternal battle and they died like this. And then new life is born from their rotting bodies it's really weird so you have the homes which are humans and they kind of like like they're literally like um it's like it's imagine if earth was one giant uh human you know we're just kind of like walking around like a living organism so yeah Yeah. as you move around the game you literally go from the leg to the knee to the guts to this and that and the mecanus is the other giant so they kind of came over here to fuck us up so they're like oh we're better than you we're going to take everything over so the reason why there's d- these different colonies is because we've been overrun by these these invaders creatures, exactly. yeah so colony nine is one of the colonies that you run into and this is the night music for colony nine from xenobated chronicles
0: now is colony nine is that like in space or is that on the ground and it's like a physical Location that you everything walk
1: towards. everything takes place on the ground. Okay, all right. There's no space travel at all in this. I
0: game. I only say because colony is used a lot in space theme stuff.
1: You're right. You're right. Yeah. In this case, it's just literally
0: it's a town. It's a town. Yeah, it's a town. yeah, yeah. they're just called
1: colony because it's all. It's also very like um, military based, even though that's not a very big aspect of the game. But there is the empire.
0: It's like a military presence, at least. Yeah. Hey, here we go. I got a little bit to say about that, so I'll let you go first.
1: With your to me, take. that guitar is so late sixties, early seventies. It felt uh, like it felt like Led yeah. Zeppelin.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely got that that feeling. I kind of have a different take. I to me, it felt more um, uh, traditional guitar playing, like um, not the flamenco style, but in that realm of Latin playing. I kind of got it. that feeling, but. The important thing I felt was um, I wasn't digging it at first because I I did like that guitar tone, but I hear that guitar tone a lot of times in other media, so I kind of hear it a lot, right? Yeah, I agree. But what I really what I think is the masterpiece of this uh, this piece is that I don't know about you, but I kept hearing each instrument take the melody, play it in a different way, and then. The next instrument would take it, play it the same way, but in a different type of essence, I guess. In a different, It had different emphasis on different parts, but the whole thing is that it's one solid melody. And very surprising uh, to me, anyways. Um, the guitar started the melody at the very beginning. Then the flute comes in and follows the guitar. Then... With the little breakdown it has. And by the way, this is like the first piece we listened to with an RPG town that's supposed to be looped has breakdowns. And not only has breakdowns, it breaks down its own melody and slowly picks up those pieces. It slowly rebuilds a melody as it broke down.
1: I completely agree.
0: And yeah. what I really uh, again, um, th- th- what I thought was very magical with this piece is again, the guitar starts the melody, and I've, and then the flute follows, and I rarely hear that sometimes because it's usually the flute that starts or the windwood that would start the melody in, in a lot of RPG games. I'm not saying in general and in music. I'm just saying it's easier to start a melody with a windwood rather than a guitar, right? I mean, of course, you could do a lot of things with guitar, but I'm just saying strictly just forming a melody, right? I got you. I, I
1: see what you're saying.
0: But... And again, there's a lot of like playing around with this melody, like the guitar starts it, then the flute starts it, then the piano starts and like this, all the same melody, but again, with all different type of essence behind
1: it. Yeah, different approaches to that same motif. I, I, yes. I agree. Um, to me, the, it was a very guitar driven sound. Um, yeah. the, the whole song, like it just had that that constant plucking, which you're right, like it's done a lot, but I love it, it sounds great. No, well no, recorded it's good, though, yeah. it sounds so good. But um, I what I personally love was the little like, kind of like this phase shifter and step mode. The w- 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 those kind of weird oh, like yeah, digital weird sounds. sounds yeah. To me, those were like the little like thing. Well, you have not play the game, but like these like these little like things, like little bugs, like like nature. Because like okay. you're, this is outside in nature, by the way. There's yeah. not, There's not really like any like enclosed spaces. Are, yeah. Yeah, and I mean yeah, there's there's homes, but you're mostly outside and nature is all around you different bugs different stuff so it it, it definitely had that like that feel with the, with the woodwinds it felt more yeah more earthy
0: it felt um very uh, serene
1: like yes. a
0: very uh, scenic area and then again the sense of peace and tranquility
1: and then like you said they had the breakdown where the guitar stopped the um the, um, the arpeggio plucking and it just went ding ding and then it played the same melody again but I pretty sure it went down to the minor version so it was just slightly different it had a different like melodic like sound to it it's still familiar but something was different i'm pretty sure it changed from a major to a minor i'm gonna
0: run off on that idea and say that's what i that's especially what i like about it because as i said it changes the tone the melodies and and when you go from the guitar just doing the long uh strokes, right? And then goes into the minor. It's like allowing the flute to then take over its part. Right. And cover those parts it was doing while it does this whole other section, which is still there's still like um uh, it's kind of like a a coin. You know, it's the same thing, but on different sides uh, yeah. they're different, right?
1: No, I agree, agree. Never, if I recall correctly, a lot of the day music has more like stringed instruments, like like pep. There's a lot of basses and cellos. It's, I wish I could play a different song, but it, it wasn't. it's not a ta- town song, so I'm not going to play it. Oh, okay. But it just has a lot of that aspect. But then for the night music, you have more sounds like this. Like, I guess it goes more into woodwinds and the like. But I mean, that's pretty much everything I want to say about this game. Actually, no, we could talk a little more about um
0: i just want to say real quick out of all the songs we heard i would say this one is probably the most musical complex
1: musical complex yeah Yeah,
0: um in the sense of that it, it not saying the other works aren't as complex but this one has like many more layers than the other ones we heard
1: in terms, that's hard because the first one from Shining Force was very complex as well. It was no, I, but I this agree. Was, I see what you're saying. Though this was there was a lot more depth. To yeah, this. it's
0: very. It has a lot more depth, yeah, and and, it, and it's very.
1: And it changed. I don't know, it's it changed good. a lot without changing too much.
0: Yeah, that's what I like most about it. led you
1: into it. it. You kind of just like lull into it.
0: The, again, I'm gonna reiterate this. Um, or re-say it the best part is just letting the melody be taken over by other parts and hearing that take on it while the melody is still the same right it's still and and that's the beauty with like looping music right it's still the same thing but it's still very complex
1: right no agreed but yeah no i mean we picked some great music i think overall i agree yeah I think I think we um, we didn't talk too much about what we wanted to choose. Just mostly like um, RPG um, town music, loopable stuff. Yeah. But I think we've uh, we had different music, but we basically hit the mark. It was all music that could just like be sitting in the background and you feel at home. Yeah. And you could do your provisioning and everything.
0: Again, it's that sense of um, it's there. Security. It's like a sense of always, it's always there, but it's not like a creepy presence. It's like a nice presence, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, always there behind you. It's not Resident Evil. Yeah, it's not, re- oh man, I, <laughs> that's one thing we could talk about is like suspenseful music because Oh okay. We in do my that opinion, just right. this is a side tangent, in my opinion, one of the best musical forms you'll find in gaming is from early like horror games, like Silent Hill, Resident Evil. And think of any other ones <laughs> oh my god those are the two that i could think of oh dead space in terms of survival horror and stuff they like um i think that one showcases a pretty interesting take on music you know because we're listening to town music this rpg music this music to give you a sense of tranquility right it's supposed to put you at ease because you're in a town and there's nothing attacking you. There's nothing you need to be looking over your shoulder. You don't need to be worrying anything. If anything, this is the spot that you want to be in because it heals you or gives you money or experience. With horror games, they have to play with the music in a unique way where they have to constantly keep you on suspense without sounding too repetitious.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, it's for us, it's, it's absolutely different. So, yeah, we could definitely explore that in the next episode. Yes um other than that do we have any final closing thoughts
0: uh final closing thoughts good music is out there just keep a lookout for it
1: yeah keep listening don't forget to use your headphones you know
0: yeah try to listen to game music i mean please do yeah because it definitely needs um some type of acknowledgement yeah
1: recognition there's a lot of good music
0: yeah because again these are Really good pieces of music. You know? A lot
1: of time, these people are trying to play to the song, to, to the, um, the, the the game. The some take it a little more seriously and like try and match the the story and everything. So it's yeah. definitely worth
0: it. And then there's some people that are just like, "Hey, I'm just gonna do my own thing.
1: Or do whatever the fuck." I <laughs> yeah, want. I'm
0: gonna do whatever the fuck I want.
1: <laughs> All right. So but on that
0: note, it's been good. Hope you're doing good. Hope you stay safe. Minor details, Marcus signing off.
1: All right, this has been Chimp Chimp with a Limp. And um, I don't have any outro music ready, so I'm just going to edit and post. Peace!
0: Bye-bye.